0: Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glicksman with my tag team partner Matt Story, and Greg Powell demanded our opinions <laughs> on the on what is transpiring at the University of Arizona right now. We touched yeah, on it briefly. Yeah. We touched on it briefly before the Sean Miller story broke. About we did, you yeah, know,
1: boy, we were uh, we were prescient in that discussion we had on Thursday night about you know, boy, there might be some things coming out because yeah, in the last. Uh, 36 hours or so since we talked last, uh, a lot has come out, and he is at the center of it. So I I have to say, I said this to you before we started, uh, or a little bit before we started, you know, 72 hours ago I was texting you saying, well, there's not much to talk about, so let's talk about, you know, ASU historical quarterbacks. Things have changed fast, I guess.
0: Dramatically so.
1: Yeah, yeah, Uh, that's why we love sports, because you never know what's happening.
0: To catch everybody up, although if you're listening to this, you have some Arizona connection because that's the only people who listen. Uh, Sean Miller um, is reportedly on a telephone call with Christian Dawkins, who was indicted as part of this FBI U.S. Attorney's Office dragnet in NCAA basketball, uh, talking about it requiring $100,000 to bring DeAndre Ayton to campus. And yeah. all we know is that that conversation allegedly occurred and that DeAndre Ayton wound up on campus. Right, right. In, in the wake of that, the U of A has announced that Sean Miller will not coach tonight's game against Oregon, but DeAndre Ayton will play. Um, this is separate and apart from Trier being suspended. He will not right. play tonight. Right, right, um, Yeah. And then the story gets crazier because if this is true about Sean Miller, who is now on uh, administrative leave, it appears, you know, there, yeah. there yeah. may have been an error in the drafting of his contract <laughs> that yeah. would make it more expensive for the University of Arizona to fire him for cause as opposed to without cause. A violation of NCAA bylaws almost certainly would be a for cause yeah. type of offense. But, of course, the U of A... If it wanted to financially do it, could terminate him without cause. Um, yeah,
1: which is interesting. You bring that up because, and I was going to ask you—you know—more about contracts and you know, legalese. Um Why? I mean, couldn't they just say we're firing him because we want to fire him? And and I mean, like, you know, if it's if it's to their benefit to say we're firing him without cause, can't they just say that? Even though everybody knows it's not true.
0: Yes, I, I think so. You can fire somebody generally for any reason Anything. or no reason, yeah. as long as it's not a bad reason. If it's something right. that's protected, uh, you know, race, yeah. gender. I mean, but, they could they could say they're firing him because he's underachieved as a coach,
1: and and there's been no way to prove that's a lie, right? I mean, they they,
0: they could fire him they because they could fire him saying that he overachieved as a coach.
1: They could, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, All they'd have to say is, you know, we want to go in a different direction with our program, and that's all that – I mean, like – so it's kind of one of those where when I read that, I thought, well, okay, you know, usually contracts are structured where for cause – that's like Rick Pitino. You know, you you don't get paid or you get paid a lot less. You have to prove that, and that's why there's a battle over it. Well, you know, if they made this mistake – apparently it was a mistake, I guess – Couldn't they just get out of it by saying, yeah, we're, you know, now obviously they're still out some money, but not as much as they would be.
0: Yeah, the flaw really is that a typical contract would have a firing for cause where it would be an immediate termination, no future pay, and, you know, possibly the attempt to claw back money that you've already paid. Because that option's not there. If you fire them without clause, that's generally – the more lenient way to go about it. Yeah,
1: which almost makes me think this could happen faster because, you know, prior to that, last night when we were texting about this, I, I even said, I think I said to you, I was texting with several people, you know, as this story was breaking, which, by the way, thanks for breaking it to me. I had not heard about it um, when you sent that initial text. Um, but, you know, I'm thinking. Well, they're going to put him on leave. They're going to, you know, this will be like what Louisville did with Patino. It'll be, you know, put him on leave, and we'll do a full in- investigation, and we won't know a conclusion to this for a while. But I- I'm guessing, based on this, they could fire him tomorrow or Monday, and and just move on if they wanted to.
0: Yeah, I mean, they in absolutely way, they could. On. If they, you know, obviously the pro- there, there'd yeah. still
1: be the looming NCAA oversight and all that. But from him, at least, they could move on.
0: That's true. I mean, Greg Hansen's column today in Tucson suggested that they should fire him, uh, declare Aiton ineligible, and remove themselves from consideration of the yeah. postseason. Which, okay, not, they you know.
1: could. I, I find it interesting, and I don't know what your thought on this is. I find it interesting that they and and others are doing it too. You know, I mean, there's been a number of players in the last 24 hours whose names have come out associated with various things. And most of those schools have said, nope, they're going to play or play we're still eligible. And my thought on it is, is this a, a mentality now that's coming about if you're these schools that are thinking, go ahead and punish us? Basically, almost like one of those, if you're going to punish us, you're going to punish everybody. Let's see if you really got the balls to do it.
0: Maybe. I mean, the other thing is we're so close to March Madness and it generates revenue. Right. You know, the, exactly. my recollection is the NCAA didn't – Financially penalize Louisville in any way, shape, or form. I'm not. I'm not sure they can financially penalize the schools. It's not like you know finding an NFL owner or something. Sure, exactly. So if that's the case, why why not do it? Get as much money as you can. You know, especially if you're going to make the tournament. And what if you advance and can sell T-shirts and things? Sure. You know, Louisville might have to take down the banner, but all those people who walk into the arena can still wear the national title shirt. They can. Well, I mean, the
1: NCAA was still selling those T-shirts on, you know, whatever day that news came out, was it Tuesday or Wednesday, you could still go to NCAAsports.com and buy a Louisville championship shirt uh, on sale. Nice of them to put it on sale. But nonetheless, they were still going to make money off Louisville's national title when they had just taken away that national title. Um, So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I guess the mentality is basically, it seems like from Arizona's standpoint, maybe USC's as well, I know they, you know, hey, these guys have already played, so the damage is done anyway. If they are ineligible, you're going to take away all their wins anyway, so we might as well keep them out there. And, and again, I, I think the old mentality was when one school was in trouble, you thought, well, we better sit this guy right away because maybe they'll go light on us if it looks like we took stern action. But I think these schools might be looking around and thinking, are you really going to take stern action on all these blue bloods and cripple your golden goose that is college basketball? Probably not.
0: Well, and to that same end, even if you do, what does that look like? What, you know? All right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, do you,
1: you know, do you, do you want a tournament where, you know, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Michigan State, Arizona, and those are all programs who have been named in this, or had players named in it at least, all of them and maybe more are ineligible? I mean, uh, you know, you already don't have individual player star power in the tournament much anymore because of the one and done. Uh, the, what the star power is, the coaches and the programs. You start taking those away – people start to tune out. Uh, you know, people, yeah, they love watching, you know, George Mason and stuff in the first round. They don't love watching it in the final four. So you want to see those heavyweights, and if all those heavyweights are out, uh, you know, is that good for the sport? I don't think it is.
0: When it goes to one of the things that I saw, uh, some, and I'm paraphrasing, but Mark Emmert was saying that this is a, you know, fundamental and existential issue now for the NCAA, and maybe that that is how the schools feel as well is you can't yeah. do this. If you want to exist, you cannot ding all of us. Right. So, Right. I mean, maybe this
1: is, maybe this is how we get, you know, 48 hours ago, you and I talked and we talked about, you know, is with this scandal or whatever type of scandal it is. And this was before we had more evidence of it. Um, you know, is this going to change the way college sports, college basketball is done? Maybe this is how we get there. If so many people are in trouble, so many schools, so many coaches that, that basically the the you know mindset becomes, wow, what do we do? Well, I guess we, uh, we just sort of, you know, move forward and, and you know, try to make this work with a new set of rules, which I think would be good, as we've discussed. I you know, I, I think uh, changes are needed. I think this is a totally outdated model of amateurism. It does not work. No one respects the model. Um, well, I and mean, that's well, why DeAndre wants, wants money. And, and well, you, you know, saw
0: Lonzo Ball's, balls uh, quote that came out was, "Well, everyone's getting paid anyway." Sure. So now sure. it's just public. I think,
1: I think he's right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, I, I think you know, I've, I've read a lot of stuff, obviously, in the last day or so, and you know, a lot of, of you know, Twitter reaction, uh, which is you know, maybe not the best way to read news, but it's the way we digest news now. and You know, a lot of reaction as well. If you if you allow them to get paid all this, uh, these these bad things, well, these things are happening already. You know, I read um, uh, what I thought was a great column by Gary Parish, CBS, wrote a column that was just like is like a light bulb went off in my head, basically saying, we just you know, we just need to use the Olympic model here and let them let the free market take over, let them make money on their own. Keep you know keep it as college sports. They don't get paid by the school. They you know okay everything, but they can make money. And every college athlete can make money. Everyone. So if, if a gymnast is good enough to make money, she can make money. If a water polo player is good enough to make money, he can. They probably won't be, but they have the ability to if if it was out there for them.
0: Well, and what allows that strategy to work, and and what's kind of a you know perfect way to have that fold into the current framework is it respects title nine because it the does. school is still having to keep the, the scholarships equal.
1: Yep. Yeah, the school has the school basically what well, all it would do. I mean, it would be, you know, I, we talked about this. we talked about it a lot. And I, and I said to you, you know, Thursday night, I said, you know, wow, well, boy, you know, this is not easy to come up with the right system. Maybe it is easy. Maybe the system's right there in front of us. All we got to do is just remove the handcuffs on payments let these guys be able to make money as they can, as the free market would indicate they, you know, can earn. And that's it. Like everything else stays the same. They stay scholarship athletes. They have to go to class. They have to stay eligible academically. You know, laugh at that if you want, but, you know, they should have to go to class. Um, And and there you go. I mean, like everything from the school's perspective is the same. The only people who really suffer there are, you know, probably the hundreds of people who would lose their job with the NCAA that would have nothing to enforce anymore. Uh, but that's about it. Like, you know, at that point, I think, you know, it's as simple as flipping a light switch. You just say, OK, money's OK now. And boom, we. we this is no longer a crime. This is no longer going to lead to ineligibility. And you everything's fair at that point. I'm thinking, like, what's so wrong with that? Like, I read the article and thought, yeah,
0: this is dead on. Would you allow agents to do what the agents here are accused of doing and loan money or give money to players? Yes.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm kind of of the mindset that like, you know, money is people's to spend as they wish it. And so if agents wants to give money to players, let them. If, uh, if, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, if a coach wants to be involved in it, but I mean, like, I, I guess we have these ideals and I kind of hit on this Thursday and I'm thinking more and more about it the last couple of days, like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to like just throw aside these ideals of college sports that have been ingrained in us, me and everybody else who's followed college sports, and just say, why do we have these? And so if, if Sean Miller wants to work with an agent and say, hey, I want this guy, get him $100,000, cool. Uh, you know, I mean, like, what's so wrong with that? Right now, there's something wrong with it, but if it was allowable, I wouldn't have
0: any problem with it. I, I guess the only issue I have is I don't think you should allow the coaches to pay players the coach because that's the same as the school doing it because the school could just give the coach an extra hundred thousand dollars they
1: could they could i mean i I know that you know and 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 where i kind of started with this was that you know i read reaction to that column was like you know well you know somebody even tweeted like oh well this is just that would just create an ultimate arms race i I mean and i want i kind of wanted to be like we're already there bud like we're this is already an arms race look at coaches salaries look at facilities. This is an arms race, and and this would just add another element to the arms race, but it wouldn't fundamentally change things. As I said to you Thursday, the notion that, like, you know, ASU football is on an even playing field with Alabama is just false. We're not. We have the same number of scholarships to give out. That's about it. Uh, You know, it doesn't mean we can't compete with them in one game if we were to play them, if we had the right team, but on a consistent year-to-year basis, we can't compete with them, Mm -hmm. and neither can some schools in their conference. Uh, I mean, that's just the way it is. There's haves and there's have-nots.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I I, I wouldn't want the schools or the coaches to be involved, but I, I have come around on the I, idea I suppose, as if it's a third party, then... Yeah, I, I mean, and I suppose there would be less um,
1: less incentive, is probably the word I'm thinking, for the coaches to be involved if others could do it for them. I mean, if, if you know, Sean Miller could have, you know... a one of the wealthy U of A boosters, uh, you know, say, Hey, you know what? We really want this kid. Make sure he gets him. Okay, great. I mean, like I, I don't see what's wrong with that. Like there's this feeling of hearing that and people kind of just repulse and they're like, Oh, that sounds dirty. Well, why is it dirty? I mean, it's, it's essentially what we have in other walks of life and other avenues of sport. Um, you know, guys go to the highest bidder. Uh, you know, I mean, we're about to see it in the NFL in two weeks. Kirk Cousins is very likely not going to pick his team based on you know who he, who he likes the best. He's going to pick his team based on who's willing to give him the most money. Nobody gets upset about that. So why do we get upset about the notion of college kids doing that?
0: I don't have a good answer beyond it's the way it's done. And I know that that right. answer just makes you upset.
1: Well, uh, yeah. I mean, and, and and again, I feel it too. I, I've, I've thought this. I've thought, you know, we've talked about it and I'm like, well, yeah, yeah you know, I don't know if that's good. And and I'm just kind of thinking like, is that just because I've been so trained to think it's not good from years and years of following college sports? Maybe it really doesn't matter at all. Like, you know, if we just, if we just took the handcuffs off and we let these guys get paid and, and if a shoe company wanted to, you know, pay Marvin Bagley to go to Duke cool. like, all right. Uh, You know, I mean, that's his choice. That's their choice to spend their money as they see fit. Um, Problem with that i really don't and and you know would it change things a little yeah but i don't think a lot i mean you know this guy from cbs basically said it like you know he said look at the teams who win championships it's going to be the same teams winning those champions you're like things aren't really going to change that much you're still going to have the heavyweights they're just going to be able to do it above board
0: yeah and i suppose the other thing is that the um you know the scholarship limit will have just a profound impact on making sure sure that there is some dispersal of talent.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because there's only scholarships and playing time limit. I mean, you know, so yeah, football teams have 85 scholarships, but guys want to play. So it's not like, you know, 125 guys are all going to go to Alabama because they're not going to all play. You know, I mean, so yeah, Alabama may spend more money and get a star quarterback, then maybe Arizona State could, but then there's still going to be other quarterbacks who would be available to Arizona State because they're not all going to go to Alabama. So there's still a reality there that, like, you know, the feeling of, well, these top five schools would get everybody. No, they they might get more of the more expensive guys, but they're probably already doing that. True. I mean, you know, because you're right. Yeah, there is limits on scholarships, and and, you know, even more so, you know, 13 scholarships of basketball... You don't play 13 guys. I mean, no team goes 13 deep. Um, Nobody goes 85 deep in football. You play, you know, maybe 40 to 50 guys on a regular basis, maybe some more on special teams. So, you know, guys are still going to want to play. They're still going to, you know, they're not going to want to sit on the pine. Just, I mean, and maybe some will. Maybe one or two will say, you know, this guy's offering me a lot of money. I may not play, but I'm going for that. That's their choice. Good luck to them.
0: Yeah, I mean it's also the short term, long term, and betting on yourself. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. There's, yeah, I
1: mean, there's, I just, I don't know. I'm kind of of the mindset like I, I, told you Thursday night, like, boy, you know, smarter people than you and I would have to figure out how this all works. And I'm, and after reading that today, I'm kind of of the mindset like, no, we, we I mean, this is really easy if you think about it that way. You just, you just allow it. And, and in the blink of an eye, things would be different. Um, you know, and, I, and I don't think it would, it would really fundamentally ruin the sport like some have suggested. Uh, you know, that's the, you know, the doomsday argument. Well, oh my God, that just turns it into professional sports. I, it already is. I, I don't know what to say. If you don't think that college basketball and college football are already professional sports, then you're living in a dream world.
0: Well, and the other thing is professional sports seem to be doing okay. The NFL is yeah, exactly. slipping, but it's You're slipping right. from a peak. Basket- <laughs> right. NBA basketball right. is as popular as it's ever been. Yeah, and nobody nobody gets upset about that notion of, like, you know,
1: guys making the most money that they can, um, you know, going to the place where they get paid the most. That's just how it works, you know, yeah. Um, and and there's other, no- you know, so yeah, there's a salary cap, but... There's also the notion, I mean, we're going to talk about it in a couple months here when LeBron becomes a free agent. Does LeBron want to go to L.A. because of all the perks that L.A. brings? And Cleveland can't offer those things. So isn't that the same as saying, well, boy, you know, Alabama's going to have more perks available to them than, than you know, Mississippi State? Yeah, they already do.
0: To be clear, I want to make two points. First one, very fast. I want it on record that I think the next head coach of U of A basketball will be Luke Walton. <laughs> Okay. Because we brought up the Lakers just now, it reminded me I want to make that point. There you go. Okay. The second point that I wanted to make was LeBron is a good example of this. One, he chose to skip college, and if that option is there, I think you'll still see that happen for players of yep. his caliber, 8-2. Uh, yep. and two. But the other thing is, with LeBron, no one really batted an eye about him going back to Cleveland. You know, I want to win a title for my hometown team, blah, sure. blah, blah. But everyone knew his endorsement money would be his endorsement money. Right, You know, and no matter right. what happened, he was going to get that money um, right, and be okay. Yeah. And, and we
1: didn't, you know, there wasn't like this repulsed notion to that. It was, you know, it is, it's just this antiquated ideal that college athletes are supposed to be amateurs. That's really the only thing I think people cling to is, is they feel like, well, that's, that's not right. These, these 19 year old kids shouldn't be able to make money or get paid to go there. Well, why not? I guess is my my question, and I, I've yet to hear a good answer to that besides, like you said, this is the way we've always done it.
0: Well, um, well things other, have changed. The other thing is if you let guys get sponsorships and, and endorsement deals and whatnot, you could see the elite of the elite not feeling like they have to go places. I mean, it could, sure. it could whipsaw the other way. Like, it well, could. I don't need to go to Duke because I'm going to get paid by going to play for Utep.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, maybe um, it will open up opportunities for other schools. Uh, you know, if there's if there's you know somebody wealthy who who says, you know, man, I really want my alma mater to be good. I'm gonna spend some money and make sure these guys are taken care of, so we get some better players. Like, is that so wrong? I mean, like, I don't think it is. And you know, I hear the notion of potential, like, you know, gambling fixes, and oh, well, that opens up. You know, guys could you know get money to shave points. So you need the NCAA to still you know, have some oversight and have just like the NBA does and the NFL does because that's, a, that's an incentive in the NBA and the NFL and in Major League Baseball. They could do the same thing. You know, if somebody feels like they're not getting paid enough, they could throw a game for you know, half a million dollars. Um, but you know, we have oversight to try to prevent that. You know, so you still need an oversight body to enforce some rules. You just don't need to enforce every one of these current rules.
0: Well, and the point you made on Thursday, I think, is incredibly valid. That aren't we more likely to have a kid be willing to consider being paid off now when they're not being paid at all, as I opposed to so. when they're being paid something already?
1: I sure think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because again, that adds to the frustration of uh, you know. I, I I think about it like this. I thought about this a lot today, as you could tell. You know, it's been the, the dominant topic on my mind because I haven't had to work and have been watching TV all day. Um, you know, imagine in any other walk of life, you're really good at your job, you know, what you do, and everybody else who you work with is getting paid the exact same compensation, which is basically what college sports is. Everybody gets the same compensation. They get the same free gear, free meals, team meals, you know, tuition, etc. You're going to be frustrated. And if somebody comes to you with an opportunity and says, hey, I could get you a little extra because you're really good, you're likely to take it. But in most walks of life, that's not how it works. The people who are really good, who are more important to the company, they get paid more. Where I work, you know, the, the executive get paid a lot more than, than I do. And that's life. That's how it works. You know, um, where you work, I'm sure it's the same way. Where everybody. So, you know, yeah, that's, that's how it is.
0: I also think that there is a consideration to be made here that if I'm a player – And I am a LeBron James caliber player. Mm -hmm. And I loved Ohio State in high school. Yeah, I could just tell whoever the shoe company for Ohio State is, look, I want to go here. But I can get a shoe deal from any shoe company and they can dictate – they can give me a list of schools that use that shoe. Yeah, I'm telling you this is where I want to go and I will give you a hometown discount a little bit to pay me to go here.
1: To go here. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, and you know, a lot of this conversation and you're, you know, you've mentioned, you know, pros, you know, going straight to the pros, bypassing, you know, college, but a lot of this conversation is focused on basketball because that's, it's the season we're in and it's where the scandal is, but football's even more notable for it because I, that's what I was, another thing I was thinking about today. If you're a really good high school football prospect and you think your career is going to be in football, what other option do you have, but to go to college? You really have none. I mean basketball there are other options they're not easy but you can go overseas you can go play in the d league you can't get drafted you know to a to an nba team but you can go play in the in the minor leagues football there those options don't exist so basically you're forced to go to college you're forced to stay for 3 years and you don't get any compensation beyond you know what everyone else gets
0: yeah it's uh football Again, football's a I, unique I, I, the, example and it maybe, is, it is. It's maybe very it mean, shifts around with it's, this spring league that Manziel's, you know, potentially maybe, playing in maybe, or the XFL in a couple years.
1: Maybe there will be a, a, you know, a feeder system that allows guys, you know, the option. But right now there is no option. Basketball, you know, we've seen guys do it. We, you know, we've seen guys go to Europe or Australia or whatever. We've seen guys, um, you know, go play in the, in the now G league, um, you know, and, and so it gives them a few options they're not as good of options as going to college where you get, you know, brand recognition and stuff like that. But nonetheless, you have options. Um, Football, you really don't. And, and I should say, I don't, I, I don't want to say that I'm, you know, equating being a college athlete to being, you know, a slave or a prisoner. They get treated very well yeah, and they get compensated well, you know, but they should be allowed to get compensated more if the, If the market indicates they can, you know, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like if if Lamar Jackson wants to get some more money because he's really good,
0: he should be able to. What's wrong with that? One issue you bring up about football that I think is also important is unlike basketball and baseball, it's three years. And, you know, on some level, there are guys who won't be physically ready. And as we talked sure. about, maybe the fairest system is no one declares for the draft, and if you get yes. drafted, you get to decide whether you go or not. Yeah, I uh, agree. Yeah. Um, you know, but there are guys. Nikhil Harry could leave ASU right now oh, and sure. get drafted. And get drafted. Yeah. You know, but there are other guys who just are not physically ready at 18 yeah, and, and 19. Yeah, and most of them are not. I mean,
1: you know, there's a few, like I remember Adrian Peterson was probably a guy who he probably could have come out of high school and gotten drafted because he was big and strong. But, look, you know, he was a genetic freak. Most guys are not like that at 18, ready to play in the NFL. Um, that's but, a one in a million example, basically. But Mike you Williams know, so. at
0: USC was clearly ready as a right. sophomore because as he didn't play for a year and was a first-round pick.
1: Sure, sure, you know, so yeah, there are guys who could certainly leave earlier than after their third year uh, whether it be their you know redshirt sophomore or junior year um, so, I mean, yeah I, I, I don't know, again I, I just, I think the NCAA right now is built on the notion uh, that, you know a Baker Mayfield is equivalent not only to everyone on his team but to everyone, every other athlete at Oklahoma, every other football player every other whatever. And and that's just not true. He's not, he's a star. And, and, you know, there's opportunities that would come open for him that would not come open for You know, most others. And, and there's like this fear of like, oh boy, we can't allow that, but why not? Like, that's my big question. Why not?
0: I think that if you get into this one thing that you'll start seeing is a pronounced focus on, interference with contracts if these guys sign scholarships and then after they sign if, if you're not highly touted but then you have a good year or a good two years and boosters start saying hey i'm going to start paying you now on the idea that you're going to transfer somewhere sure. else
1: and well and that that may be something that you know would be part of this is maybe four-year scholarships where you know guys can't just leave unless there's like an extenuating circum, you know, something like that. But right now we don't have four year scholarships; we have year to year rollovers that allows yeah. that. You know, and allows- you make
0: and if you made the scholarship, but then I think I would be more inclined to say the scholarship release system. You don't have to release kids. You don't have to. You can sure. dictate the list that they go to. Agreed.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if they're being compensated, yeah, I would. I would say that's fine. Yeah. I mean again, there's, there's semantics to this, I suppose, that would have to be worked out, you know, I, I mean, um, how you're, cause you're right. How does that work? I mean, is that, you know, now I would, I would say part of me thinks, you know, maybe that's okay too. If you have a, a free agency type of system where guys move around and I mean, shit, the, the buzz would be outstanding. Uh, imagine the, you know, imagine the college football offseason If we had like player movement that, uh, the the hot takes and the content for, you know, talk, Uh, it'd be great. Right. I mean, it'd be, it'd be different, but sure would be interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, it it would be interesting. I, the thing I don't like about it is in every other sport, if you find that diamond in the rough, you get to control them for, for a period. True, And and if you, you know, if you're in Boise State and you get a good quarterback you know, yeah, or I mean, or how about this? You're ASU and you stumble into Taylor Kelly, who we just said was yeah. the number one quarterback, right? You know, right. and then Georgia Tech comes and they say, you know, we run the option and you have a much better arm as far as accuracy. I think running a triple option, you would, you know, be two of three for eighty-five yards and a touchdown every true. week. True, true,
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's a, a good point in some ways and one that I had really had not thought of, you know, in the sense of like, does that open up, you know, somebody to come to a, you know, if a guy's a good freshman year at a Boise state and, you know, somebody from Texas thinks, boy, that guy's really good. We could use him. Let's go give him some money. So he comes here. Um, you know, I, I don't know how that works. I guess I'd have to probably think about that and see, you know, I think, I, cause again, I hadn't thought about it. So I, I hate to react to it immediately Uh, because I'm not sure what I would think of that. Part of me thinks it's okay. The other part of me thinks, well, maybe there should be some provisions to prevent that. I don't know.
0: I I mean, my inclination then is maybe you make National Signing Day the way free agency works, and if the kid signs, you can sign them to a one, two, three, or four-year scholarship. (laughs) That
1: was what I was thinking, yeah. you know, So the school has to commit to them some a little bit more than they do now, because they don't. Now, for for the star players, that really, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Oklahoma is not going to cut the scholarship of of you know a star quarterback, and those are the ones who could make you know. But yeah, maybe you do. Maybe you you know you make the the school you know commit to you know four years, and and then you know guys could still transfer if they wanted to. But maybe there's penalty. Maybe that's where you put in penalties. Hey, if you want to transfer, you got to sit out a year because we're allowing you to be compensated. So that's where I might go along with this notion of you know. You have to sit out a year if you transfer. Right now, I don't think that's right. But if you allow guys to be compensated, maybe then that rule makes more sense.
0: Yeah, and, and I suppose there are a lot of different ways this could go, and there's a lot of permutations. There is,
1: there is. Sure, sure. I mean, do you have trades? I mean, there's a you know, like if you start to make it like professional sports, you know, could could you know Alabama say, hey, uh, we'll give you Jalen Hurts because now we've got another quarterback and. You give us a you know really good defensive back because we're losing Minka Fitzpatrick. But would that be something that would be allowed? I I don't know. Uh, you know I'm not sure how that well, would work either. Well, the it thing seems is,
0: crazy to suggest. I, but well, but I don't, I, know. I don't think you can do that for for a simple reason. I, I don't think you can do it without the student buy-in because I on so some either. level, I, I even if it's a charade for the best of the best, there are guys you know. Jeff Pendergraf ha- wound up having an NBA career, but there are sure. guys who it's like, do I? You know, he's an ASU guy. What if you know? It's like, well, we'll we'll ship you Pendergraf his senior season <laughs> for true. a sophomore. Like, uh, I, I mean, you know. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and you would need to. You would need to almost have then. You know, a players' union that you know agrees to that. You know, because you're right. I mean, if a kid picks a college, it's not really fair to the kid to say. We don't want you anymore. See, we're going to send you across country because we get somebody better.
0: Yeah. Um, you or know, you just have I mean,
1: a the have NBA and the NFL have those unions and they know that's part of the deal. Well,
0: you know, that's or, that's or that's you part can of the just concept. build into it. It's a no trade clause. Right. And right.
1: Yeah. So you can't. You know. I mean, they again, can try yeah, to guess, trade you,
0: but you have to sign off on it.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean that that would be uh, you know an interesting semantic element of it too. I guess that uh, you know there there are. There are elements that I'm not sure exactly how it would work, but I, I just, you know, as I said to you Thursday, and I continue to believe it more and more and more as as every piece of news comes out, like, this this just doesn't work. And, you know, look, I, I'm reveling in the fact that Arizona's in trouble. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it delighted me. Um, but when it, when it comes right down to it, do I think that DeAndre Eaton, you know, is is worth $100,000 and, you know, if he can get it, he should get it? Yeah, I got no problem
0: with it. Yeah, my brother tweeted, market price set 100000 for DeAndre <laughs> Ayton. And it's like, you know, if, if I thought that that would make ASU a national oh, sure. title contender and, you know, sure, and, we could, and we could it have it not be spend. Bobby Hurley because right, Bobby right, Hurley yeah, is mean, above reproach as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I don't have that kind of money
1: to spend. Uh, you know but if I did if I was you know if I if I you know become a millionaire and I become an influential ASU booster and you know and I could you know help get really good kids here to make our football and basketball team better I'd do it in a heartbeat what would be so wrong with that you know I mean right now it's against the rules but that's just simply because the NCA says it is like aside from that does it really sound that bad I don't I don't think so
0: no I mean for as uh... I guess where I'm coming down on this is I'm fine with making it more transparent and more open, but I still think that there needs to be a respect for the idea that it is an education. And for some sure. of them, that's the actual thing they're getting that from is. This.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, a good majority, as much as we talk about the stars, the majority of college football and basketball players will not go on and play professionally for a livings. Uh, you know, so the education does matter that they get. And I don't think we should take that because I read that reaction. Well, you know, if you're going to do that. Then, you know, no more scholarships, you know, make them pay their own way. I think that's a stupid reaction, you know, um, you know, and, and there again, then here's the deal. Have less enforcement of money. Have more enforcement of making sure these kids actually go to class and get an education, you know, like, because right now we don't have that. I'm, I'm more offended by what North Carolina did than paying players. North Carolina coming up with fake classes that allow these kids – that bothers me more than this like you know making having these kids get paid to go to a school I, that doesn't bother me at all yeah yeah you know but the, but the fact that North Carolina is coming up with fake classes for athletes so that then the you know the kid who works really hard to get a four year degree at North Carolina is getting the same degree as someone who basically had no show classes that seems more wrong than anything else
0: Well, and worse than that with North Carolina, they're not preparing these kids for what happens if it doesn't work. Right, right. You know, for Julius Peppers, who was on that list, yeah, Yeah. he was fine.
1: It didn't matter, yeah. But for a lot of them, they didn't have those type of careers or any career. I mean, that's the thing that we should remember is, you know, we, we focus on the small percentage who do go pro and who can make money. Most of them, you know, don't go pro. And this is the pinnacle of their, you know, basketball or football career. Um, uh, You know, most of the guys who who have scholarships and play football at ASU will never play a a snap in the NFL. Some of them may get, you know, a practice squad paycheck or whatever, um, but a lot of them won't even get that. So, you know, they, they need that. That education should be what helps to carry them through life, you know, helps them get a job or start a career or whatever it may be. So, you know, yeah, that's why I say, you know, You let them make money if they can, and if they can't, then their existence doesn't really change at all. If if you're, you know, think of a random name. If you're uh,
0: Cole Cabral, Jalen
1: Harvey, Cole Cabral, yeah, you know, I mean, just you know, somebody who's a starter but not great. You know, you're a starter, but you're okay. You're probably not going pro. Your your existence changes not one bit. You still have your scholarship. You still have your free you know, Adidas or Nike or Under Armour gear, depending on where you go.
0: You sign an offensive line exclusive deal with Chompies so you get free. Right. <laughs> yeah. Food. I mean,
1: if you could, great. Like, you know, how great would that be if, if they could do that? I don't I don't see anything wrong with that. But but yeah, I mean most of them would, would be exactly the same as they are now. Maybe they maybe they'd be able to make a little bit of money doing something like that. You know, a, a commercial for a local restaurant or something. But that's about it. I mean, you know, Adidas is not coming and giving those type of guys a bunch of money because they don't care. Uh, you know, they're going to give them their free gear, their free shoes, but that's it. They're already giving them that. Yeah. So, but if they want to come give Nikhil Harry some extra money because man, he's really good and he's representing their brand well by going out and being a star. Cool. That sounds good. I, like I, I think that's fine.
0: Yeah, I'd be, I'd be very interested in knowing not the former athletes of decades ago, but what the current athletes and the fresh out of college athletes say publicly, I'd be curious yeah. what, honestly, I'd be kind of curious what Reggie Bush's take is. You know? Yeah. 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 No, I
1: mean, because, because what Reggie Bush had happened is, is very similar to what's going on right here. An agent that gave his family a house and money and, you know, I mean, that. you know, so that's why this like this notion of, oh, basketball is rampant with corruption. Well, football's got it, too. Just so happens that the FBI, you know, centered in on basketball, but football's got the same issues, um, you know. So, yeah, it, it would be very interesting, I think, you know, guys like that would speak up. And some of them have. Um, I'd be fine if more of them did.
0: Yeah. It, you know, there's a lot to unpackage. I, I think there that, is. You know, I mean, we could, we day- could
1: talk about this every day for the next, you know, six months and probably still have stuff to talk about.
0: And ESPN will. So
1: Yes, they will. Yeah, know. yeah. You know, I mean, this is, uh, you know, it's it's not coincidence, I don't think, that these stories are breaking in late February. You notice that, you know, more details of this investigation did not come out in December when everyone was talking about the NFL and college football. But now we're in the heat of college basketball season we're two weeks from selection Sunday uh, conference tournaments are coming up and all these stories are coming out I don't believe that's coincidence
0: uh, one final note Shaquille O'Neal's son has decommitted from U of A yes
1: yes and uh, appears to be uh, closing the door I mean it wasn't one of those like ah, I might still go there sure if you read his words it sounded like he's he's done he's moving on somewhere else
0: yeah, this is a this is a big thing. Doug Haller is now not covering the Oregon State ASU game, but will be going I to Arizona.
1: That. Hate it. I mean, you know, so Arizona gets in, in boiled in a cheating scandal, and the ASU fans lose their beat reporter for a
0: night. Yeah. Um, the last thing we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it. Just to make things fair, uh, we talked about Robbie Robinson's Twitter rant. He was apparently charged. Uh, for terroristic threats, disruption of an educational institution, and possession of marijuana, according to Brad Denny, uh-huh. um, not good. Nothing else to say. Just, no, no, you
1: know. yeah, it wasn't a shock. I mean, you, you could you know you could read into all of that and think that the guy was a little bit off his rocker. So you know, something like this certainly didn't surprise me. Uh, you know, it was it was a natural step two to that step one.
0: Yeah. So uh, so that's it, pal. I hope you liked it. Um, Matt and I will be back next week, unless something else crazy happens in the next twenty four <laughs> hours. Then we'll do it. Who a, knows, man? Know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We've uh, we've had one impromptu podcast this week that was basically well, we you know let's find another topic to discuss some old history stuff, and then this one, you know, yeah, who who would have guessed forty eight hours ago that we'd have this to talk about?
0: Yeah, it's. Interesting, that yeah. everything is blown up. Um, you know, the NBA has you know gone away from five, four games and five nights. If something bad happens tomorrow, Matt and I will be back and <laughs> that's we'll talk right. about that's it. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, we're we're you know we can do back to backs. It's it's uh, it's fine on the body.
0: Yeah, it's not super taxing sitting on my couch with Archie. So
1: it is not. No, no, a little taxing for maybe our vocal cords, but that's about it.
0: And even then, you'd have to assume that no one's listening most of the time anyway. That's true. That's true. Yes. (laughs) But uh, until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. Hopefully no more craziness. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.